This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This week on Spanky's Corner. A podcast! Oh my god! Porn sucks. 12 inches of dangling fury just whack! Ah! Ham sandwich. Why am I eating cranberries? I don't have a urinary health problem. My wife's making gumbo. Ah! Will you get a divorce? Stay tuned. Spanky's. Spanky's. Gobble, gobble, it's the Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> I already hear record, so that's literally how this thing has started. <laughs> I wasn't even expecting to say that myself. Look at this, we got our shit together early on uh, during the week, and we're getting this thing out by a Tuesday. I know, I like got here and I started working. I didn't dilly-dally like I usually do. Look at that. Well I dilly-dallied done. a little, but not not as bad. Anyway, welcome to Spinky's Corner, a podcast. Uh, I think Sonic's going to jump on, and then I also have a conundrum with my wife that I need to discuss revolving around a hockey game and the fact that I think she's trying to test me. We'll get into that coming up. Um, so, there you go. So, will you get a divorce? Stay tuned. <laughs> the art of the tease, baby. That's not a tease. We need to actually <laughs> cut that and give it to our bosses. You'd be like, yo, look, we, we've learned a thing or two from you guys. Yeah, you always told me it's good tease. Hey, uh, congrats on your new follower, by the way, on Twitter. You know what? It it didn't do anything but scare me. Julia got a blue check mark on both Instagram and Twitter within the last two weeks. We I don't need we to bring this up that. three episodes in a row. Uh, yeah, you know what, though? It's a big moment for you. And the fact that you won't actually take the initiative to pat yourself on the back, I think I'm going to do it for you. <laughs> However... You want to tell everybody the big superstar celebrity that's been in the news a lot lately. Yeah. The one that followed you on Twitter. Now, let me just say, I, I don't dislike him, but I, I he scares me. He's a very powerful man. You know we're going to tag him in this. No, 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 this tease is also pretty good. It's Scooter Braun. <laughs> Scooter Braun followed me at like two in the morning like last midnight, week. That's like midnight California time. Yeah, yeah. Is that where he lives? Yeah, yeah, sure. But he's a jet send guy, man. He could be anywhere in the world. I didn't know if he was like New York or, well, he or could be anywhere. LA. But nothing against him. Obviously, he's um, a manager of a lot of pop artists. And that is what we do here on our radio station is deal with a lot of pop artists, but he only, when I get celebrity follows, like, you know how some you're kind of like, oh, cool. Like they're not really following that much people. Like, I wonder what I did. Much people, many people. I wonder what I did. Do you think he follows you for your complete grasp of the English language that you just stumbled through? It's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Should I redo that? <laughs> All right. So uh, Should I Braun, redo that? <laughs> Scooter, Scooter Braun, who uh, manages Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber, and has been in a little bit of a tiff with Taylor Swift recently. And not taking sides, you know. You can't take a side. It's very hearsay. Can't take a side because people will yell at you. It's very, and it's also very hearsay. And I, honest to God, 
swear my life, don't know how I feel about that situation because I see it from both angles and nobody knows the truth. Now, you were were a big tweeter last night during the American Music Awards. Yeah, I love live tweeting award shows. So... Knowing that Scooter Braun follows you recently, doesn't follow a lot of people. How did this affect your tweeting last night? It evening? did affect me because, okay. Uh, I, it, which is, I think, a surprising character trait of me, if you know me. Like, w- would you think it's surprising that I'm such a sap? No. Really? Okay. Uh, what do you mean by a sap? Like, I cry over people's big moments every time they happen. No, I mean, you're posting stuff on uh, on the Twitter machine last night about Taylor Swift, right? Yes. So, like, literally shed a tear as she was accepting her award. This happens to me everywhere. I have cried before watching a school choir of kids I've never met seeing the, the, um, the <laughs> Star Spangled Banner. Like, why am I crying? This is creepy. I don't know any of these kids. Right, but a lot of women can relate to that. My wife's like that, too, where she'll just cry over um, Grey's Anatomy. And I'm like, those people aren't really dying. They're fake. And See, then she just gets into it. I don't care if they die. Like, but if your child's doing something cool that he shouldn't be doing as a seven-year-old, like, wow, he's a prodigy. Like, I'm going to sob and I'm going to look at you. Why are you dry-eyed? Oh, when you sent that tweet last night of you sobbing over the Taylor Swift performance, did you? how many times did you hover your thumb over the send button knowing Scooter Braun could potentially see that before you fired it off. The tweet is deleted. Oh, come on! (laughs) Because I did think back about that. And I don't think he would do anything bad. Like, I don't think he would care that I was rooting for her and celebrating her moment. But I don't want to add more of a reason for him to watch me. Okay, in the back of your head, you think, because he knows our boss you think he would have reached out and be like, yo, what's going on with your with your DJ here at B96? No, I don't think so because we play pop music and that's just me genuinely being a fan of pop music. And why did you delete it? Because I just said, because from like a, and I don't know if he's a petty man because he's been pretty good about this. He's been completely silent. He did speak out about it like a week ago and just said like, when she's ready to talk, that's when I'll talk about it, but I'm not saying anything, which I respect it. But I'm scared that if he's like, I don't know how he feels. Like, what if he feels really mad about it and he's like, all right, I followed this DJ because I really like her celebrity dog thing. And suddenly she's tweeting about the person I have a problem with. Now I don't like her. And now, like, if I ever see something that could potentially get her canceled, I'm going to expedite that with my with my minions. All right, but you tweeted a lot last night. Was that the only tweet you deleted? No. You deleted more than that? Why, I... because of Scooter? No, not because of Scooter. Well, who else, so... who else is following you that you got nervous about? Okay, so last night at the AMAs, Post Malone, Travis Scott, and Ozzy Osbourne did a performance together. It was very good. Mm -hmm. Post Malone, I've always been a fan, but I've never like just, I've never paid attention to him. Like watch, I've never like looked up videos of him performing, which I do with people all the time. Mm -hmm. So freaking good. I'm a fan now and I want to see every show he does. Or they did a, wow, I can't talk. You're really flustered over this. Are you? They did a thing together. So anyways, Ozzy Osbourne, for some, like when Travis Scott was rapping, didn't know what to do and went and took a seat on the bench behind him. And then in the part, like while Travis Scott's rapping, old ass Ozzy Osbourne is sitting there swaying his arms back and forth across his head. And he looks like a drunk ass mom. And then like I recorded a video of him doing that. Nobody on the internet had broken it yet at all. Like I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a gif in two seconds. Nobody did it. So I tweeted that video out instantly and I made the caption like, Ozzy Osbourne is my mom after two glasses of Trader Joe's peanut Grigio. <laughs> yeah, I saw that tweet. And then all these Satanists started yelling at me because all they're Ozzy Osbourne fans. 
this tweet got really picked yeah, up. Yeah, it fast. was on fire when I saw it. It was up to like a thousand likes in twenty minutes. Had over five hundred retweets. Like it was, it was on fire. And I was like, cool, you know. And then um, I was laying in bed, and like before I go to bed, is always just like my time of reflection. And my time of reflection, I was reading comments from people yelling at me. Um, Who is yelling at you? Telling me that I wish I was Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> <laughs> And that my accomplishments will never be that of Ozzy Osbourne's. <laughs> and like, um, like someone called me a dumb bitch. Like, how dare I make fun of him? Blah, blah, blah. And it was like all people on Twitter who have a picture of like Satan or like really scary shit as their thing. And I don't know why I don't really get affected by stuff like that. But it just like it overwhelmed me. And I was like, I don't want to wake up tomorrow morning with like a bunch of angry Satanist messages. So you pulled the plug. So and I just delete. took her down and then I put it back up today after yoga. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's actually, I mean, it's doing okay now, but it's definitely not the, like it was all timing. If you're ever wondering how things do so well on the internet, if you're like, why didn't my tweet like kill it? Like it should have like done so much better than it is. It's all timing. Like I was, I literally did it while Ozzy was on stage and today I put it out and it's not having the same reaction. I'm sorry. Sorry, the, mo- the moment is gone. I mean, my November has just been ran by Satanists and Scooter Braun. <laughs> now it's gone. That's what I thought about in yoga. Mm. And then the guy farted. <laughs> it happens a lot in yoga. Yeah, everybody's so relaxed. They yeah, just, their, their bowels. It's just... always airy. It's always like. The only thing about the other night is the name Carl and how you can ever say the name Carl and not sound happy. Like, or not sound disappointed or angry. Like, you can never say Carl in a happy manner. <laughs> Carl! Were you thinking about this in yoga class, too? No, I was just thinking about it the other night. You think a lot, because that's a random left turn from a farting guy in yoga class and Scooter Brown following you to guys named Carl. Yeah, I'm a very deep thinker. Boy, even when I said it, Carl. See? Yeah. You can't yeah. be like, like, try to say it happy. Carl? No, you sound confused. Ca- ca- there, Carl. There- no, now you don't. Just now you sound disgusted. Like you just walked in on him doing something unbelievable. <laughs> Farting in yoga class. It's always a guy named Carl. Now see, you like, can't do it. Act like you're happy to see him. Oh my God, Carl! Yeah, you can't do it. Can't do it. Good Carl. <laughs> Good Carl. <laughs> um. So I have a proposition for you. Oh boy. Uh, the B ninety six Pepsi Jingle Bash is just is just around the corner here. Mm-hmm. You know how us girls get really involved with their outfits? I'm not going to do anything other than just pick something out of my closet in the morning off. Why? What do you got? What if I bring you a giant Christmas tree costume? No. Please. Why? Just put it on for a little why, bit. Why? I want to. Because it's festive. Let me show you this costume, though. It's really funny. Okay, but you don't even have the costume or you do have the costume? I'll order it. No, don't order it because it's going to cost money. It's fine. I want it that bad. <laughs> okay, that thing's ridiculous. First of all, it's got presents as feet. <laughs> And the head sticks out underneath the star, so your head looks like... And where, where do your arms go? They're right there. That thing looks off all the way around. You just put it on for a few times. It's not like you're going to have it on the entire night. It, yeah, okay, so here's the problem. My you wear feature, with your jeans. You don't have to wear the stocking. You know how much I love Katy Perry, right? Yeah. That would be my luck, where during that 10-minute period where I'm wearing that dumbass tree costume, I walk by and Katy Perry just comes walking around the corner. and then She would love it. She would make fun of me, and I would never, ever be able to recover from that. She would not make fun of you. That's what all the people on stage with her look like. That's literally how she chooses to dress the people that she spends time with. No, they dress them up like sharks, not Christmas trees. Well, back when she did the uh, fireworks world tour... I don't know if that's what it was called, but not the, at all. from Fireworks era Katy Perry. Yeah. 
They had like gumdrop dancers. It's different than a Christmas tree. She would love this. Why would you this would to... be how you get to her. No, is that what it is? Yeah. She's not going to take some guy, some guy in jeans and a t-shirt. The restraining order still applies whether I'm in a tree costume or not. I mean, she dated Russell Brand. I don't think, that, or married Russell Brand. I don't think a tree costume is going to break I don't her. think Russell Brand ever wore a tree costume. That's how he was able to get married to Katy Perry. Well, he is not cute. Do you think Orlando? Orlando literally dresses up as a pirate. Yeah, f- yeah, f- and he gets paid handsomely to do it. <laughs> in exchange for money. All right, how much are you going to pay me to do that? The price of the costume is what I'll pay. How much is it? You haven't even clicked to see how much it is. I think it's got to be $100. It's called Rasta and Pasta Christmas Tree. Ooh, it's $91. See? I bet I could find a cheaper one. Yeah, here's one for $35. 27 That means it doesn't fit. The 27 one's way uglier, but I kind of like it as character. <laughs> Everybody can just jingle my tinsel all night long. Here's the thing: those prepackaged trees, like or like trees, those prepackaged costumes like that, I never fit into them. Just so you know, ever. Well, this one just slips over. It's not like I know, but I'm such a weird shape. Like my arms are long and skinny, and I'm kind of just weirdly, oddly shaped. I'm like a pear with long, skinny arms. You're just tall. Yeah, which is even more of a reason they don't make those for tall people. I don't know. I think it'll work out. I. What if I got like. 100 retweets. No, because you can easily get 100 retweets on that. You throw on the B96 one and people just love to, you know, see people in pain. Well, I'm going to tweet this to our listeners tonight and say, guys, should Tyler wear this? Yes. And when you do that, I'll make sure I tag Scooter Braun on this episode. <laughs> Spanky's Corner. A podcast! Listen, Sonic, we're going to make you as much of a part of a, this podcast as we can without ever putting your name in the title. <laughs> Thank what? you. It's what? like um, you guys are extorting me. No, is that the right word? Exploiting me. Extorting. Once this thing blows up, we'll we'll send you a thank you card. <laughs> right. We're Chelsea Handler and you're Chewy. <laughs> hey, that's good, actually. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. That Honestly, whenever we ask people about how they feel about our podcast, they always like, oh, I love when Sonic's on. Like, fuck you guys, but I love when Sonic's on. Yeah. I prefer, uh, what, who's Jimmy Kimmel's dude? Guillermo. Guillermo, that's right. Uh, Important piece of a show you'd like to be. That's fine with did us. Did you just hit yourself in the face I with know. the microphone? <laughs> she just hit herself oh in the face with the mic. Dude, watch out. That thing will get you. Jeez. Just 12 inches of dangling fury. Just whack. Story of my life. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, welcome to the Thanksgiving episode. Of what Spanky's is it about? Corner, a pop can. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. We know we have to do one, so we're going to do one. I think Thanksgiving's a really underwhelming holiday, if you ask me. <laughs> what? Because Thanksgiving food is not good. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Turkey is the underperforming meat. What the fuck is the texture of stuffing? Why am I eating cranberries? I don't have a urinary health problem. Corn sucks. Wow. Okay. Now that's slander. I'm going to stop you right there. And I only. Out of all the stuff she said, and you're going to stop her at corn? Yeah, corn's delicious. How dare you? I only like the crunchy toppings that are on top of green bean casserole. I don't even eat the green beans. I like mashed potatoes. No one in your family could cook because I love Thanksgiving. My family can cook. They kill it at Christmas. The Christmas food I daydream about every single day. Oh, it's the difference between Christmas food and, and, and Thanksgiving food. Ew, you have the same foods for both? No, Tur- look, well, ham. Eat, right, yeah. Well, look, you here, at the end of the day, the- you don't have to do turkey. Just do whatever you want. The whole point of Thanksgiving, get together, watch football, eat and drink yourself into uh, the, the oblivion and then be done. That's it. Christmas food, we have we have some sort of pasta. We usually have two pastas. We have um Pasta kaba- for Christmas? Yeah. Kabasa. We have chicken cordon blue. My mom's side is all Polish, so they all make that. Uh pierogies, pierogies slap. 
Yeah, pierogies are, are great. so good. Absolutely. But for you to sit here and say Thanksgiving is underwhelming, you're completely missing the true meaning of Thanksgiving, and that's just to get fat and fall asleep. And, I will uh, tell you my favorite thing about Thanksgiving. You guys are going to judge me so much for this. Yeah, because it's all slander. Yeah, turkey's not the best, but it's it's better than, you Let know. Let me say what my favorite part is. What? Going shopping on Thanksgiving night. You've, okay. You're one of those? Mm-hmm. Ask me about my $150 50-inch television. No. I've always judged people that do that, so I'm trying not to say anything right now. <laughs> I know. Doesn't it seem like an odd character trait for me? I worked in yeah. retail for a long period of time, so I already hate everything about retail. Um, but the greatest fight that I ever saw, and it was a fight, was at a Best Buy when I was in college on Black Friday. It was at like 8 o'clock in the morning, and I was there walking back to the car audio department where I worked and it was at the time, remember those scanners, those flat scanners that came out like yeah. where you could just scan things in and whatever else. So they were on sale. They were like a hundred bucks. And if I remember, it was like a $50 off, but then there was also a $50 rebate. And so, but there was like a limit of like two or three or something like that. So people, as soon as the doors opened, it was like a stampede of people that had been waiting out there all night long, going back through the Best Buy, get all the way to the back of it. And people are just picking them up one after the other after the other. So one guy goes up and picks up like the last five or six, turns around. The guy behind him starts yelling. I'm kind of like, what the fuck, dude? Why are you taking all the last of the scanners? The one dude, after a couple of little back and forth, hauled off and hits him. Whack! Lays him out in the middle of the Best Buy at six o'clock in the morning. Instead of people helping this poor man who's now on the floor bleeding, everybody picks up the remaining scanners that he dropped and made a beeline for the front. Why is our boss still here? <laughs> Why is he doing the eye finger thing? He's like, I, he has he has his eyes on us. Yo, seriously, all right, it's six thirty two at night, and all of our bosses are still here. And there's a lot of people here that aren't normally here at six thirty two. Name someone more panicked right now than you. I'm not panicked. I don't get panicked about this, but for you guys to not acknowledge the fact that something's happening around here, you're crazy. I just feel like it could be some shit that doesn't even concern us. Probably is. And like, we'll never even notice like that they were working on anyway. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. just so much stuff that they have to worry about as an overhead that like, it, it might be some just like bullshit, like paperwork or something. Someone's getting fired. Do. I feel like something's going would, on, but... They would not spend this much time on someone getting fired. Yeah, like, someone high profile, someone way above us. I don't. I don't think our boss would stay, would stay here three hours past the time he normally leaves just to make sure that person's really fired. Yeah. <laughs> no, because you got to get ready for the firing. It's a whole process to fire someone. I don't think it's anything. It's none of us. And by the way, if that's really Better what happened, nobody. If you're hearing this right now, that means nobody got fired. Because if somebody did get fired, we're definitely not going to put this on a podcast. But yeah, I think that's probably what's happening. Oh my god. Imagine if we put the episode out and then like we next day it happened. We had to do an emergency 10 four on this episode. <laughs> or better yet, I'm the one getting fired and it's just Julia on here. <laughs> I would promote Sonic to your position. Thanks. You can <laughs> yell at emotion. What are you talking about? Wow. <laughs> oh, hey, you can just yell at Sonic about fucking your slander with Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm just saying Christmas is way better. And I am a passionate Christmas person. My, my decorations are already up. All right, no, Chris, that's not taking anything away from Christmas. The problem is, in your mind, Thanksgiving gets a bad rap because it's so close to Christmas. If Thanksgiving was in, say, February, you'd be on board. The problem is, Christmas now starts in, like, August, so it just completely railroads everything between then and, and Christmas. All right, I'll say this, and I don't mean this from a religious aspect. If you like this day... That's good, you need some Jesus. Great, like, <laughs> but I'm just saying from a celebration standpoint, I like Thanksgiving, fuck Easter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like F okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. FMK, Thanksgiving, 
Easter, n- not in big one. What's another good holiday though? But like Flag Day. Or, or no, not no. Fourth uh, of July. Uh, you kill Easter. You marry Thanksgiving, and uh, yeah. you just fuck Fourth of July. Yeah. Fourth of July. It's literally hot. Yeah, because that's like a one night stand. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I just got that by the way. Yeah. Kill Easter, and then bring it back. <laughs> Wow, that's our first ever resurrection <laughs> joke that's ever been on the podcast. Congratulations <laughs> to Julia. <laughs> I'm so lost right now. I feel he, stupid. Because he was risen on Easter. Oh, okay. Jeez, <laughs> Sorry, I went I to a Catholic stupid. school for 12 years, so I got like you I got did? these jokes all day. Yeah. I can see Julia just completely mocking everything that happened at the Catholic school. When I was an altar server, like I was always mischievous my entire life. Um, and I would wet the bottom of like his bowl. So when he put the chips in and he tried to like give them to people, like it's stuck and he couldn't get them up. You did not. (laughs) What? Okay. Then what are you doing while this is happening? (laughs) Like while he's struggling to get them up. Yeah. When he's scraping wet dog food out of them. I'm just like chuckling to myself under my robes. (laughs) Oh man. Because we have to wear like these like long cloaks. So I'm just like. (laughs) (laughs) The first time I went to a Catholic church and they were doing that, I was like, what kind of bread? I was like, what, what, like, this is some serious bread or whatever. Like, yeah. I was like, dude. (laughs) I like the way they taste. I thought they came from literally heaven, you know? Like, where do they get this? The problem is with that is, (laughs) I I say this as if I've been to a lot of Catholic masses. I've been to like literally two. But most of the time you're in church, it's early on a Sunday and you're hungover and you're starving. And so you kind of see them handing out like crackers up there. You're like, oh. Sick. Yeah. I could use that. I could use a little bit of that wine to kind of shake this hangover, a little hair of the dog. That's all you can I, eat I, I loved the way the hosts taste growing up. And my mom would always go to like this Catholic supply store. It's like staples for <laughs> Catholics. Please tell me you bought packages of them and eat them like they're... I like asked they're- her, I'm like, mom, can we get these for home? And she was like, literally no. Like, that's like, you don't do that. Like, that's bad. And I'm like... Oh, I was I have I really like how really? they taste. What's bad about it? It's just like sacrilegious. Like oh, it's just bad. It's special. And then um Josh and I were just talking about this at the last wedding because we went to Catholic wedding in the early fall. How gross it is that like you all have to drink out of the same chalice. Like and all they do is just like pretend to wipe it off. Yeah, but it's no different than going to a bar. How many times do you take pulls off somebody else's drink that you're nearby? They don't have one giant cup for everybody in the bar to sip off of yeah <laughs> like ogre on revenge of the nerds <laughs> like everybody wants whiskey just drinks out of one cup and they just keep refilling it that would be awesome yeah not for nothing though the catholic wedding i was in last year they had um it's right in the middle of downtown seattle and so it's open to the public like they don't shut it down even during the wedding because it's always welcome to all and whoever else and so they had homeless people walking right through the middle of it right in the middle of the reception no. and as we're as the people are going up to get the what do they call it when you go up there to get the stuff comedian yeah, so you go up there for that, and all of a sudden, the back, in the back of the thing, as they're playing the whole the music thing, some guy just goes Rah! <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle of the wedding. That would be so unfortunate. <laughs> oh my god! Jewish weddings are lit. I don't think I've ever been to a Je- Jewish oh, wedding. Know. They're really long, like super long, but uh, like they do the whole chair thing, and that would be fun. They yeah. look a lot more fun than a Catholic wedding. They are, and they get to wear yarmulkes. Like we don't like, you know what I mean? Catholics don't have like a headpiece. Are you kidding me? The whole Catholic religion is based on the size of your hat. Huh? Like the higher you are, I'm talking about the clergy. Like the oh, people. Oh, right. Thing. I know. Your but I mean levels. like the, the Jewish men at the wedding all get to wear yarmulkes. Like I'm just saying like, it's not like Catholic women get to wear berets. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so I guess That's what we're saying thing. is fuck Easter. <laughs> Spanky's Corner. A podcast. I have a conundrum and I think it's a test from my wife. Okay. So how long have you guys been married now? Um, I feel like it, Dr. Phil. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be 12 years in February. Oh, uh, congrats. Thanks. Tonight, the wife is having people over. A few select people. She's doing some gumbo party where she's making gumbo. Is it like people... Well, you guys are both friends with everybody. It's not like it's going to be like a her friends. You guys are both equal friends. Across. It's all people that... Yeah, yeah. People I know. People I like. So it's not a big deal from what I'm being told. Okay. So she's making gumbo tonight. She's making gumbo. So remember two nights ago... I was like, hey, I'm trying to talk Randy into going to the Hawks game tonight. And then I was like, no, we're just going to go home. Maybe I'll try again on Thursday because I really want to go on Thursday. Right. This is when the Lightning are in town. It's the only time they come to town all year. Really good team. Sports. Did I lose you? Nope. So a couple of minutes ago, Shane, intense Shane comes walking and goes, hey, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, oh, my wife's making gumbo. <laughs> I just know some cool shit is about to come my way. Shane's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. Perfectly coiffed beard. Very handsome. He goes, I got an extra sweet ticket to the Hawks game tonight. Mm. And you were going to pay money to go to that game. Yes, I was. And now you have a better seat than you would have spent your cool hard dollars on. Yes. He's got um, one extra ticket. Does she know that you wanted to go to this game when you originally asked her on Tuesday? And yes. Said no? It kind of does help. It does help. I told you this. Remember, I was in here looking at no, tickets. No, I remember. There. I'm just, we're talking it through for the people. I think that definitely comes to your benefit because she didn't really want to go Tuesday. You were like, okay, it's cool, but I really want to go Thursday. And now suddenly you're being presented with free tickets to the game you really genuinely wanted to go to. I do think that gets you out of this. Okay. How long have you known about Gumbo Day? Like two days ago. So it's about the same. Did she look you in the eye and say, I need you here for Gumbo? I don't think so. I don't really like gumbo. It's fine. I'll have it when I'm in New Orleans, but it's not like a go-to. It's fine. You know, it's. I I would like it. I like soups. So here's the thing. So I look at Shane. I say, Randy's making gumbo. I don't think I can go. What time do you think the game will wrap up? 9, 30, 10. Will there still be people there? Probably. Maybe. So I told Shane no. And then I texted Randy and I was like, yo, not for nothing. Uh, Shane had an extra sweet ticket and she goes, you should go. Oh, she said you should go. This is my problem. This is a test. Do you don't think this is a test? You haven't done this to Josh. You don't think this is a test in some way, shape or form where three years from now, it'll be similar to that time. I missed the flight to her grandpa's funeral. I hear about it every day since. Like, remember the time I was doing gumbo and I, you went to Hawks game I instead. probably told Josh he can go to something and truly didn't want him to just because, just because I'm a woman. That's, um, that's the, that's my conundrum right now. But I've never brought it back up. I, we, him and I are really good on that. Like we don't hold shit over each other's heads. Is this a test? The grandpa's funeral thing I would hold over your head until you're dead. Okay. To be fair. I booked the last minute flights to that funeral. It was going into Wichita and I ended up flying into Tulsa instead where the funeral actually was. And I got there at the exact same time as I would have. So I got to the funeral on time regardless. I don't need your alibi. I just, we're just going through the steps of your, your relationship woes. Um, <laughs> it's not really, if this is the worst problem we have in our relationship, we're doing just fine. You could do what Josh does. We like vaguely mentioned months before, like, like let's go together, get together on Labor Day weekend. Like that'll just be a weekend we see each other because we're long distance. But then his best friends from home hit him up and we're like, hey man, we want to get tickets to the Michigan game that weekend, which is his shit. 
And like, we all want to get like a house for the weekend. And like, these are his childhood best friends who he never sees. So you could do what he does. So he brought this up to me and was like, can I go? And I said, yes. And he goes, this is the line you can steal. Are you going to bring this up again? Like, are, are you going to ask, <laughs> like, bring the, is this going to come back to me? Like, are you going to bring this up when you're mad? And I'm like, no, I will not. So you can, uh, you can test check that because if she ever brings it back, you said, you said you wouldn't do this. And plus I would have actual audio proof of this actual on the record. I don't think though, if you guys are mid fight, bringing up audio would be the move. But that'll 100% be something I would do. You have I it would, as like a soundboard. Dude, I would pull up the podcast, the exact date. I would pull it up, scroll forward to whatever time this says right now on your phone. And I would actually play it for her. You have drops. She's been busy at work too, so she probably won't even answer. Randy. Hello. Uh, hello. Hi. What are you doing? I'm still working. <laughs> We're just podcasting. I wish my job was half as cool as your guys. Wow. Did you hear that, Julia? <laughs> I heard when I walked out of the house today, she was yelling at somebody on the phone, some poor sap somewhere in the world in her important business world. And then, you know, I'm a yeller. It's okay. Are you a yeller? I yell at children who call in and then I yell at men who won't move in an Uber shared when I'm really drunk. <laughs> that, that did happen one time. You were a witness. Julia, Julia leaving fat poor in South Loop. This is like six months ago. She, I, I, she was hammered. Ham sandwich. Well. And I, and I walk you down and she takes an Uber share for whatever reason. And the guy wouldn't move over that was already in the car. The other patron in the backseat of the car, the Uber shared. And Julia opens the door. He wouldn't move over. She slams the door shut and goes, oh my God. <laughs> He was such a dick because I like rolled the window down and I'm like, can you move over? Because otherwise I was going to have to like go in the middle of the street to try to get in. And he was like so drunk. He like couldn't keep his head up, which like I was almost to that point. <laughs> and he was like, no. But how are you doing an Uber share? Let's just talk. Thank about that. you. Thank you. It's frugal. There's a difference between being frugal and then driving eight miles out of the way to drop off some drunk Chad in the middle of the night. It's like, I just spent $100 at the bar. I better only pay $3 for my Uber. <laughs> you guys, you know what? You gotta, you gotta pick. You gotta pick. You know? It only takes you like three extra minutes and you save like three extra dollars. Got it. So anyway, um, hey, look, uh, the Hawks game tonight. Yep, you're missing Gumbo Fun Day. Okay, so am I missing it? Well, if you go to the Hawks game, you'll... Well, I mean, you can you can eat gumbo later, I guess, but you don't even really particularly love gumbo. All right, so here's the deal. I texted you. I'm like, oh, Shane's got this ticket. As it turns out, he, he, he gave me the ticket. But now, here's my conundrum. When you said I could go to the game and miss out on gumbo night and this thing that you have planned, is this a test? Right now, no. But if you do something that pisses me See? off later, then maybe. See? <laughs> See? No, I'm kidding. No. So Listen. you'll never hold this over my head again if I go to the game and enjoy the sweets with the free drinks and the free beer and the free food. I see what you're doing here. So here's the thing. You actually feel guilty about this. Of course. 
Yeah. So you want me to unguilt you about it, which I've already told you a million times that you don't have to feel bad, right? But now you're like, I'm going to put this on the podcast so that if it ever does come back around, I'm just going to play Spanky's Corner so that she can remember. Jesus Christ. She it's exactly it. what we said. She How angry it. would you get if you were in the middle of the fight, brought this up, and suddenly he appears with a soundboard of this clip? He's going to have it clipped on his phone to just hit, like, play. But... I mean, first of all, let's just be honest. Everybody else is coming over wants to learn how to make gumbo. So they will be in the kitchen participating. And in fact, one of them also turned down a ticket to the Hawks game tonight because yeah. she would like to participate. <laughs> we heard about that. We heard about <laughs> So when, uh, do you hear this story? <laughs> Shout out to our friend Layla. Can we say can we say her name on here? Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Um so Layla, she <laughs> She, I see her in the hallway. She's here in the building doing some work on the score. I see her in the building, and she's like, hey, I'll see you tonight at Gumbo Night. I go, yeah, you are? I didn't know anybody else was going. I had no idea this was a, a huge thing. So as she's walking away and gets in the elevator, Shane comes up and goes, do you want to go to the game? I'm like, ah, Gumbo, you know, whatever. And then fast forward, I go back to Shane after you and I had the texting, and I was like, hey, Shane, I go, I think I'm back in. And he's like, well, I just texted a couple other people. Let me see what they say. One of the people he texted was Layla, and Layla responded with, oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to Tyler and Randy's house for gumbo. And then Shane came back to me. He's like, all right, man, I got a ticket. I'm like, let's go. Did that make you feel guiltier that somebody turned down the ticket for the gumbo? <laughs> yeah, I feel kind of guilty about all this. <laughs> it made me feel awesome. I was like, well, at least Layla loves me and the gumbo. See, here we go. Here we go. Here we she go. She had to get that punch in. Honest to God, that, like, I thought of that. Like, that... That's a thing. That's a good play. That's my last punch. My last punch. You can you can play that for everyone. He took a page out of Josh's book here, though, because Josh, when he wants to do something, will prompt me with, well, you're not going to bring this up like later in life if we argue, will you? And I'm like, no. <laughs> when have I ever? But he's like, I just wanted to clear this out. Well, now we're in a legally binding uh, verbal contract where you can't. So this is not, that's fine. Well, you can just have gumbo when you get home, watch the Hawks game. I mean, in reality, let's be honest, Julie, you know, this, everybody would be in here watching, like making gumbo and Eric would be sitting on the couch, not being social, watching the game on the television. Yeah. 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 You might as well so, just clear him out of there. You might as well just clear him out of there and, and uh, save it for everyone. So yeah, good call. That's a good point. Well, I'm glad you've finally talked yourself into it. I mean, I can only I can only not make you feel guilty so many times. <laughs> well, you can't make me feel guilty at all anymore because this is on the podcast. Randy, you can get three dogs now. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you, Julia. You're welcome. Did you see Josh just got a dog this week? I did. Out of nowhere. So, like, I'm like, how do both of our significant others get dogs in the same week? I mean, I know yours is on layaway right now. If but- you missed the last episode of Spanky's Quarter, not the Charlie Puth episode, but the one before that, uh, my wife, Randy here, d- tried to bid on a dog at an auction. She didn't get it. And so all of a sudden, out of nowhere over the weekend, she has her parents adopt the same kind of dog to live in Nashville, Tennessee, and has this wicked plan about how she's going to bring this dog back and forth on an airplane whenever she wants dog time. Probably not going to totally work. But at least my parents have the dog. I'm there quite often. Why don't you just bring the dog and keep it at your guys' house? Oh, boy. Well, we haven't quite talked Tyler into that yet. So You called me Eric, and then you called me Tyler. 
Well, she's, I, she knows I don't who know she's talking to. Is. It's like so confusing. I don't know. Because I don't think a lot of by, people so. understand that it's Eric Tyler and it's just Tyler on this thing. And then you just call me Eric. It's funny. I've never called you Tyler. So it actually hurts to say it out loud. No, I know. Josh has a radio name too. And like all of them call him that. So when I'm with them, I feel like if I say Josh, they're not going to know who I'm talking about. So I always have to be like, so JT, and I'm like, oh God, that feels <laughs> gross. I hate it. <laughs> it's so weird, right? Yeah. It's like, it feels so unnatural well it's weird because like he just skipped out on your gumbo to go to the game with somebody else and that's not you so i feel like back to this i thought we're on to the dog you can definitely have a dog at your house like yeah julia brought that back full circle yeah i think what she's saying is when you're unavailable to show me love a dog would be available such as like on a thursday night when you're going to the game instead of showing love to your Hard cooking wife. Yo, this is way better than the time I missed a flight to your grandpa's funeral and you still made me feel guilty about that forever. <laughs> I'm so, like, that is really terrible. Be a good human being and subscribe, rate, review the mess you just heard. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.